guys, welcome to the Blockchain Bandits podcast episode 14, I think. 14, yeah, I think yeah. it's 14. If not, then I'm just wrong, but yeah, 14. <laughs> uh, you're here with me, Jeff. And me, Andy. And no Courtney this week because he's pretending to be sick, but he's secretly just, you know, out with girls. Um, you guys might not know this, but Courtney is kind of a player. Yeah. He's just every day a different girl, and I I was okay with it, but now it's getting in the way of work, you know. And he's pretending to be sick. It's just yeah. You know them ones when you live your hedonistic lifestyle, just mm. drinking, <laughs> like bringing out girls, yeah. staying up late, and then you wake up late, hungover, and you're like, you know what, boy, I can't do it. I can't do it this week. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. Uh, uh, do you, though, bro? Point. Do you, bro? Yeah, do you, Courtney? This flipping guy. <laughs> Well, anyway, this week we'll be speaking about um, Bitcoin and um, the market in general and whether it's actually starting to show signs of a recovery or is it just a dead cat's bounce. Um, we'll also be talking about the credit card cryptocurrency ban. So a lot of uh, banks and institutions have banned the purchase of cryptocurrencies with credit cards and we'll be discussing that. Um, we'll also be talking about um, what else would we be talking about? Uh, governments and regulations. Oh yeah, governments and regulations. Governments and regulations. How that's going to affect the cryptocurrency market long term, short term, whatever. And then we'll be talking about Cardano. Some red flags that have popped up with Cardano. Um, so yeah, firstly, the market in general, Bitcoin market. How's it doing? How's it looking? Is this actually starting to show signs of recovery? Uh, what do you think, Andy? Um, well, yeah, again, we were talking about this earlier. And short term, it looks good. Mm. However, if you were to ask me long term, I don't. I still don't know. It's too soon to say. Mm. Um, a lot of people are on the sidelines having a look. Um, in, in terms of if you look on the daily, it's, again, it looks quite bullish. But if you look, look on, on the weekly, for example, if you uh, I've, we're looking at a chart right now on the weekly, and it's... It's looking very vulnerable. Is, is, vulnerable is the right word, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Like, short term definitely looks bullish, but long term overall, it's very bearish. Um, still in the downtrend overall. And there are just some certain key levels that it has to break. But for now, I feel like we'll see some indecision. I, I recorded a video that goes in, in more depth. Um, you guys will see that, I suppose. But yeah, it's just, it needs more, there's more confirmation. Yeah, there's not really any solid signs either way. But as they say, the trend is your friend. And overall, the trend is bearish. So you got to stick with the... The, that bearish sort of tone but you know um this is the markets that can turn at any point especially with the cryptocurrency market so it's hard to tell and most of the charts are showing showing those um same signs yeah, like same ethereum's they yeah, showing that as well and and other coins um a lot of the a lot of the popular ones are showing exactly the same signs yeah it'll be interesting to see if it is a dead count bounce or not mm. um which uh, again for people who don't really know the whole the, the term it means basically, kind of, it hits a point. It's one of the lowest points. It jumps up mm. about 20, 30%, yeah. and then drops com right down again. Yeah, basically. 
it gets people thinking, oh my God, like price is going to go back up again. And then you go in there with your buyers and then you just get shorted by the market and you're just like upset. Yeah. But have you ever thought about where the term dead cats bounce comes from? Because that, that sounds kind of messed up. Like, Is it? What's going on? Like, who threw a cat out of a window <laughs> and watched it bounce and was just like, hmm. Jesus. It's a bit of a weird. It's, it's used, uh, like, it says, it says on, on, on uh, in the dictionary, it says, a temporary recovery in a share price after a substantial fall caused by speculation buying in order to recover their positions. But... I don't know who threw a cow out the yeah, window, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Expected it to bounce back exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it goes to show you everyone in finance is insane. So, yeah, sure. there you go. <laughs> but, yeah, next up, a lot of um, banks and institutions have banned credit card um, purchases on, with cryptocurrency, on cryptocurrency exchanges. Um, we spoke about this briefly in the chat group. Um, you know, there are a lot of people raise some good points. Uh, you know, I kind of understand why um, banks and institutions would do this because you shouldn't be allowed to buy something um, like a speculative asset with credit. You know, um, because it's not your money; it's their money, and they're that you're gonna owe them if you lose. You owe, and you won't be able to pay them back. And obviously, they got to cover their cover their backs when it's your own money. Um, you need to obviously it's your responsibility but someone raised a good point in the group that you can actually still purchase like like you can still gamble with credit mm. um and then someone else raised a good point saying that the gambling uh, industry is actually regulated unlike the cryptocurrency industry yeah. which is a fair point but still if you're thinking about you know the logical reasons behind it it and which is based on risk the risk still applies, and maybe even more so with um, gambling than cryptocurrencies, um, which is debatable. But yeah, um, what do you think, Andy? Yeah, I mean, like it makes complete sense from a bank's point of view. Mm. Um, the fact is, they're lending out credit, so uh, like they they're very careful about who they lend their credit out to. Mm. Um, and if they know that their uh, the people their their customers are using credit to um, trade in a highly volatile market, again, which we 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 we've said from day one. Again, we're not financial advisors, but we said don't be doing that. Yeah. it's too crazy. Yeah. Like so, it makes sense that banks want to try put a, like stop that. Mm. Um, but also, we were talking about on the we were talking on the phone yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah about how um like the reasons why they're doing this again recently a lot of banks have been pushing a lot of fud in the media um no tinfoil hat thing it's just it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's happening facts, yeah, it's, it's facts. facts and uh along with the banning of cryptocurrency purchases using credit cards by the way they like they were telling media to say oh they're banning bitcoin yeah, banning yeah, bitcoin true, yeah. a bit of fud but and they, also there was a lot of confusion because people thought they wouldn't be able to use their debit cards. Exactly. Business, but there's there's a difference. The, the thing is with these headlines, they're ridiculous. Mm. Uh, again, FUD, we, we understand. Like We mm. know we know what game they're playing. Exactly. Um, they've also, in the same week, they've also um, raised the interest rate in, mm -hmm. in the Bank of England. Yep. So in terms of the UK, again, which are most of the, our listeners, and again, we're British, yeah. like um, it's 
the the banks are moving moving very smart because what they're saying is okay like you we, you can't use credit to buy cryptocurrencies and you like oh, we're going to raise our interest rates and um raising bank of england's interest rate is like it is goes through to commercial banks they have to yeah and that kind of says you know what that like the, the the person who's looking to make some money because they have some saving let's say they got 10 grand mm-hmm. and, it, and they, they've heard about um how much cryptocurrency and bitcoin's gone up and they're like oh i missed that i think i missed that you know because mm-hmm. it looks it looks too crazy it's, it's it, like people are losing money now Maybe I should just go to the safe option and just put my money in a savings account in the bank because they're raising interest rates. Yeah, exactly. It makes the banks look more appealing. So, exactly. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Mm. That's that's exactly what they're doing. And I mean that like the thing is people people need to realize that the banks they weigh up their pros and cons mm. and they like they have skilled mathematicians to work out like where uh, what what kind of where to put the, like what what eggs to put in the in, in, in a certain baskets? Yeah, yeah. So like, in my opinion, I thought that this credit, this this credit banning of crypto, and uh, along with this interest rate rise, was a uh, a very calculated move, especially with uh, like. Again, when when Bitcoin's falling, when the cryptocurrency is falling, you got to hit it while it's low. That's true. So. They, 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 they find their shot, really. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good plan and a solid, solid move. Obviously, we can't confirm whether this is actually, like, facts or whether it's just our opinions. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, this is just business, you know. what You have to deal with your competition somehow. You have... It's, it's a fight. It's a battle, you know. Um, someone's fighting for survival and the other's fighting for survival. So it's just... Uh, it's war games. It's exciting to watch from the outside, to be honest. Um, mm. To see how it pans out, I'm very interested to see how it works. But I've also I've been very interested to see how people have reacted to this sort of news. People just panicking, going, "Oh my god, is, does this mean the end?" Because they're looking at prices, and like Andy says, that like the crypto, they're kicking cryptocurrencies while it's down because it's just easy to do that. You know, people already emotional, people already contemplating buying at selling at a loss you know and these things will allow them to sell at a loss and then guess who's going to be buying these coins and and getting money from um these coins going into profit um it won't be you because you've just sold out uh it would just be the the, the institutions they're yeah, the ones exactly. that would buy it out if you look at the charts at the moment um even the uh the like indices market you know just a uh, stock market it's been suffering recently yeah uh, quite he- like heavily and this is just how it works sometimes because most of these um institutions their trades are done by algorithms and because they're all using algorithms it's algorithms trading against algorithms and sometimes that causes a bit of a mess and that has translated onto the cryptocurrency market because the, the, the cryptocurrency market is starting to look a bit more algoed out. Like, yeah. And um, so you'll see these sorts of similar movements between the cryptocurrency market and the um, the stock market. And that's what happened. They were both crashing basically at the yeah. same time. I think yeah. that's a great point, actually. Mm. Uh, I think um, a lot of people who aren't in the whole, know about the whole uh, trading and investing, like... Um, it's in, it's crazy how much um, these 
black box trading, not just black box, but a lot of trading is done through algorithms. It's mm. not some, it, it is people with their, like working out what to buy and invest, yep. but most of it's done through the, basically a trader saying, okay, buy it. Yep. If it hits a certain mark. Mm. And this is happening in the cryptocurrency market as well. Um, again, uh, in terms of the whole bank bank side, mm-hmm. they are like, it is very psychological because they know that the um, sentiment controls markets. Yeah. So um, if if they can continue doing what they're doing and the sentiment carries on where they want it to, what will happen is sooner or later their their marker will be hit and their um, their algorithms will hit what 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 is wanted mm-hmm. what they said they wanted to hit and they will start buying yeah definitely. and that is how they make money and that is how they create their value like that all they want to do is see see what is undervalued and buy it and then sell it yeah that's that is basically the job of what they do yeah that's all it is basically yeah andy's right that's all it is they need to, they just try <laughs> it's just basic things that we we're trying to do except for they have the money they have the power they have the algorithms they have the they have the mathematicians they have, they the, have, mathematicians. They have the developers yeah. they uh like they have uh, they have the psychologists as yeah, well like, exactly they um yeah they 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 know what they're doing yeah yeah exactly um and that's why it's even more important as a retail investor and a retail investor just means like an everyday person who's not in an institution or professional um as a retail investor how important it is for you to protect yourself to risk only what you're you don't mind losing you know to always do your research to try and find the low point and instead of buying at the top you know to detach yourself emotionally from things and stop yourself feeling things like fomo fear of missing out or or just fear in general or greed even um it's just all about you know self-control it's not anything deep you know you don't have to you know start meditating every day you just have to have a bit of discipline and you know just kind of control yourself and think logically like a machine like yeah. michael jr says all the time and i've, I've mentioned <laughs> it before but it's it's true um it's it's always valid when it when it comes to this stuff yeah another question is obviously like it's just um lloyd's banking group mm. Which have uh, currently decided to ban. Oh wait, Lowe's Banking Group and Virgin. Okay. Uh, they've decided to ban uh, credit um, purchasing uh, cryptocurrencies. Mm. Uh, whether or not other banks do uh, follow follow suit or not, mm. I mean, it will be interesting to see. Mm. Uh, we forgot to add that. I mean, you can't buy. You can't buy a lot of like options or, or futures yeah, or. Uh, like credit, uh, sorry, you can't buy a lot of um, options or futures or, or in terms of just trade in general mm. using credit, mm. uh, you're not allowed to. Um, so in their argument, they're going to say, well, we're stopping people from doing that. We've yeah. got to stop uh, cryptocurrencies as well. So again, that's their argument. Mm. Fair enough. Um, yeah, but yeah, mm. thought I'd add that. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> a good point. That's a good point because in you kind of have to balance it out because it does make sense. Like we said at the beginning anyway, it does make sense as to why. We're just trying to think about some, some of the motives, trying to balance it out, see mm. it from both sides. So you guys get as many perspectives as you as you can. Yeah. But yeah, next up, we'll be talking about... Oh, uh, yes. 
We've, we've got we've got through it quite quickly actually. No, we we got to talk about the whole government, yeah, government and regulations. regulations. Yeah. Um. So yeah, regulations. I think we briefly covered this kind of last time when we were talking about like the utilities and the securities. But yeah, there's a bit a, of an update now. Yeah, it? a bit of an update now. Um, things are kind of moving forward with um the cryptocurrency, um regulations. Uh, like we mentioned last time, it's mainly going to affect um cryptocurrencies that come under the banner of being a security um you know in case you don't know what that is it's basically something like a stock or share an asset that you hold in hold in hope that it will appreciate in value and then sell for profit essentially and a utility is basically just a token that you use within a certain decentralized app and it's only um meant for use in there and the example that tends to be used a lot is like disney dollars you go to disneyland and you get given disney dollars and you only use disney dollars in disneyland if you try to go to a restaurant on a date and try to pay with it in disney dollars you're going to end up embarrassing yourself um and then pretending you're sick and then not coming in to the um podcast yeah shots fired anyway <laughs> um yeah, no, um, yeah, have you got anything to say about it? Yeah, like, uh, in terms of the whole regulation of things, like, uh, there's been an update in it. So, Hong Kong are getting a lot of pressure from Beijing uh, to enforce their regulations with certain exchanges and ICOs, mm-hmm. particularly exchanges. So, um, they're basically slamming their hammer on certain exchanges who aren't abiding by particular laws such as like they don't have a certain license yeah. or they violate local security laws in terms of Hong Kong because again Ho- Hong Kong's uh, political situation is very interesting mm. but um, basically not going to get into history <laughs> but um, but basically they're getting a lot of pressure um, so again like that's that's just one that's just one area which is uh, they're they're cracking down and they're being hard forcing with their regulations. Another like, and another government as well is uh, South Korea. Mm-hmm. So South Korea, uh, like, they again they brought in the regulations before. They said that again that got brought out as fud a few mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Um, people were saying, oh, um, South Korea are banning are banning cryptocurrencies, uh, cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. and their exchanges, yeah. but they're not doing that. They're putting regulations to protect the their users who are tra- who are the people who are trading the cryptocurrencies, because cryptocurrency uh, South Korea knows that cryptocurrency bring brings a lot mm-hmm. in the, of of money in terms of uh, it, um, in, in revenue in, yeah. in in taxes and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like a lot of uh, when China banned uh, trading and ICOs, um, a lot of their the Chinese traders actually went to South Korea. And they're still there. That's why um, Korea was top of the charts and a lot of um, a lot of these exchange like the price exchanges yeah. in, in the coin market cap. And that's why when they got removed from the, um, like a lot of the Korean exchanges got removed from the coin market cap average, it had a huge effect on on the market as a whole yeah, yeah. exactly so uh, basically the whole reason why South Korea is being a bit, a bit harsh is because South Korea they like their tax mm-hmm. like any government and um, 
So obviously there could, there's, there's a chance to money launder or tax evade when you go from fiat to crypto uh, currency exchanges, mm-hmm. right? That's why, I don't know if, you, I'm sure you guys know, for certain uh, exchanges like Coinbase, um, Kraken, mm-hmm. uh, what's another one? Coin, uh, um, Gemini. Oh yeah, Gemini, yeah. That's, apparently that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, these exchanges, they all ask you, what's your passport? Yeah. What's your passport details? Mm. They want to know who you are. That's so if, if, the, if you're, if you're playing, playing dirty, mm. they'll they catch, catch you, exactly. basically. Um, but yeah, so basically this exchange in South Korea called Coin, CoinPeer, which again, I'm like, I didn't hear, know about this until I read about this article. Mm. So none of us use it. Mm. But um, they've, uh, they've decided to shut down that exchange because they're not, uh, they're not adhering to the rules, the, yeah. the rules in Korean mm. law. Mm. So, again, it brings to the discussion that now governments are starting to put, bring their hand compared to 2017, mm-hmm. where they're very much let's let's just have a look, let's mm. be on the sidelines. What's what is this beast becoming? Mm. They're slowly shut, starting to put their hand in into uh, certain things. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess we're again 2018. We did say this: mm-hmm. the government are going to get more and invo- more and more involved of into course. into cryptocurrency, mar- uh, the cryptocurrency market. They have to for better or for worse. I just realised Gemini is called Gemini because it's owned by the the, the twins. twins. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> in case you guys don't know about astrology, um, Gemini is basically the split personality twin star, or whatever star sign or whatever, and they're twins. So yeah. There you go. You learn something new every day. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's basically the situation with um, regulations. Uh, next up, Cardano. Okay, so Cardano is a coin that a lot of people got excited about when it got announced. And I can understand. I was interested by it as well. Um, but it went to new heights and went to prices that I thought was crazy. One because the product it doesn't exist, and it's just that basically it's just that the product doesn't exist, and and obviously it's crashed down now and it's struggling to get back up. But that's across the board with cryptocurrencies, I suppose. But Cardano is one where I think it needs to stay at this level because it doesn't make sense for it to be more. And let's start looking into Cardano some more. And a few red flags came up. Uh, I was surfing the web just checking you know it's just the state of the cryptocurrency market and stuff you know reddit and all that and a few things popped up uh one is the founder uh charles hoskins oh Ho- yeah hoskins hoxins or whatever his name is um is kind of not a nice guy uh he was <laughs> he was <laughs> kicked out of the ethereum team because for toxicity or whatever like basically for being a bit of a prick and if, if you see some of his interviews or like if you see him in like message boards or forums he's quite abusive to people that you know just ask him some questions like slightly tough questions about the product that he's trying to sell to them um he doesn't really take criticism well and um he just seems yeah like a prick really but this that's not enough to turn you away from a product. Another thing is that um, the ICO is was only available in Japan. And Japan is a very, very crypto-friendly city. 
I mean, not city, country. And because they're, they're very crypto-friendly, their regulations and their rules don't, and they want to basically stimulate the growth of cryptocurrency space, they're not as tight. And their choice to only be available in that country seems a bit suspect because perhaps they knew that if they were available elsewhere, they would be scrutinized with the certain things they were doing or the certain methods they were using. Uh, and that's that's just... And so they decided, you know, let's just do it in Japan because we can get away with a few things. Mm. Um, another red flag is that Charles Hoskins is only going to be with the Cardano team until 2020, and which is just two years, which is very, very quick. And that would not give time enough time for it to mature after it's released. Uh, so how do we, like, how... You can't have a ship without a captain, basically. It's like getting building a ship, putting it on the ocean, kicking it off to sea, staying on it for like two meters of the journey, then jumping off the ship and <laughs> saying, you know, good luck, guys. Uh, enjoy the trip. I don't know where you're going, but you know, you'll find your way somehow. It doesn't, it it's, doesn't sound, it's not sound, you know? And a lot of the things, a lot of the, and looking at their rhetoric and the way they describe themselves, it just seems like he was kicked out of Ethereum and then he thought, you know what, let me just go and make something to compete with you. I'm going to be better than you guys. I'll show you. I'm the best. You guys have a crappy idea. I'm going to come up with something better. But, and everyone's kind of fallen for it and it's because of some of the promises they've made. But it's one thing to get in at a really really cheap price and that's fair enough if you got in really really low and you thought you threw a bit of money on it but i don't think it's one of those ones where you should be looking to buy if it's over a certain price or be even be putting that much money into it because it doesn't it doesn't exist and people act like it does that they already act like it's better than ethereum but ethereum has so much built on top of it now like literally every ico is built on ethereum it's proved itself and that's why it's got to where it is now um same with bitcoin bitcoin's proved itself all it was was peer-to-peer transactions that's what it's been doing for nearly 10 years now and Cardano's a dream of investment yeah, basically that's all it is because it it we have we haven't seen it do anything and people want to talk about it like it's the best thing ever. Um yeah. And they don't have a clear philosophy as well. That's one one of those things like I can't tie what I just said whereas it just seems like they're just trying to everything they're saying is getting at Ethereum like oh, we do this and we do that and the competition doesn't do this and doesn't do that and we're going to have that it's just it seems like a, a really annoyed kid also one of their main uh like one of the things they they say they have going for them is being peer reviewed and having a scientific approach but well, scientific approach it being written a lot of their smart contracts being written in haskell that's one thing that's cool i suppose but we haven't seen it in action so you can't really say anything too much but the idea is cool but the peer review stuff is kind of like rubbish because any white paper worth its salt any protocol worth its salt is going to get peer reviewed that's just if you invent something in the scientific world it should be peer reviewed and you should have people come back to you and give you feedback 
a lot of ICOs don't have this, which is like obviously um, well done because they got it, but it's not the greatest thing in the world because a lot of ICOs don't have this because a lot of ICOs are rubbish. Um, like we always say, 95% of these ICOs are just rubbish. And But anyone worth its salt is going to get peer reviewed. So everyone's going to, if you create something, you're going to ask for feedback, aren't you, from top people. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's those are the red flags that Cardano's raised for me. Um, I had some and I sold it a while back and it was only a little bit anyway. Even if I was holding now, I wouldn't really care. But it was just, it's just one of those ones where I think, people shouldn't try to shouldn't get too carried away and think it's the best thing ever because that's how certain people talk about it well i think that adds into basically the whole it kind of adds into what we were talking about the other day when we were talking about what makes a good white paper um like there's there's certain things you look should look out for what makes a like a bad ico a bad like white paper when you're looking for it or even a website Mm -hmm. there's certain things you should look out for um Again, I guess in terms of uh, Charles Hoskins and the team, mm-hmm. in terms of like the whole philosophy, you can see that on their their white paper and their, and even their website, mm-hmm. they're just basically saying, "Oh, we're better than Ethereum." Yeah. Um, they're not really talking about the project; mm. they're just talking about how we're better than Ethereum. Yeah. Uh, when they have no product, mm. uh, I, again, like I know people are gonna argue say they have this and they're working on this, mm. but. Compared to Ethereum, don't say you're better than Ethereum. Exactly. Um, is what I'm saying. Um, again, like this Charles Hotskin was the same guy who founded, uh, who who caused the hard fork yeah, of the Ethereum Classic, yeah. which is a completely dead project now. Yeah. Um, people just use it to hedge. Yeah. Um, but I think that goes to show. Uh, but th- that br- let me br- that brings me to my next point. Actually, you should be hard on future investments. So be hard on like ICOs or currencies what you're looking to invest in like with a, with a with a, with a magnifying glass read that <laughs> that white paper and make sure you find any problems however you should be even harder on your current investments um and what i'm saying by that is the things you are invested in you should be keeping track of if they're on their roadmap you should be keep, keeping track with what they're doing. Are they are they are they um, sticking to what they said they're gonna do? Mm-hmm. Are they uh, have they have they caused problems? Have they been working hard in terms of the development? Has there been progression? Have have they like even if they've been going to different um, different events like to try and get investment yeah. like that's uh, uh, for, for, or t- uh, like collaborations with people. That's that's good. Yeah. But if they're not doing that stuff, if they're like there's shitty support on Twitter, for example. Like you should be, you should be hard on them. Yeah. Hold no loyalty to these people, because exactly. they have your money. They should be loyal to you. So um, again, like what happens with Carlo and there, you used to hold, used to hold it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I've I've read the white paper of, of Cardano. Mm. It's so I didn't invest in it personally, yeah. but it was solid. Mm. It was good, yeah. and especially when this was I read it back when it was. Uh, I was sort of read it back in October or November, mm-hmm. um, and again this is when it was. It, it came out of nowhere and shot uh, shot into the top ten ish. Yeah. I think it was just before then, mm. and I was told, "Oh, you should you should have invested. You should have invested." But again, like, I mean, if I was doing a trade, a short term trade to make some money, then cool. Uh, but 
in terms of a long-term investment, nah, mm. not not me. But again, re- always be remember to be really hard on whatever you're going to invest in, and the things which you're already invested in, because you you could you could catch something slipping uh, slipping on 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 the the, the ICOs you're already invested mm-hmm. in, really. Yeah, uh, Andy's like hundred percent there. Like, you should be hard on them, especially if they haven't got a product out. Think of it oh, as yeah. they're like a employee and they're at well a, a prospect or employee and they're trying to do an interview with you they have to answer to you they want you to invest in them so they need to prove to you that they are of value they might not because it's cryptocurrencies you're not actually investing in them but you are really you're buying a token or cryptocurrency and that money will go to them basically essentially or you're using their platform and they will benefit from it at the end of the day so they need to prove to you that they are going to provide value to you and you need to look into that really um if you if you actually care about um you know making the right investments and stuff you need you need to actually look into it it's it's one of those situations where people get quite tribal when it comes to cryptocurrencies they'll find a cryptocurrency they like it and then they back it to the end no matter what and they just don't think logically you know they turn into fanboys right? yeah exactly they turn to fanboys and then they just automatically hate anyone who says anything negative about it hate any competition without looking into it nothing because there's no more rationality and um perhaps there's people listening to this right now that i really love cardano but and really think it has a future but i would suggest just looking into it you can do whatever you want with your money you know the investments of course but I would just say look into it a bit more and, you know, take it in. Perhaps you've seen all this already and you've noticed all this and you think it doesn't matter, it's solid, it's going to go places no matter what, you know, and that's fair enough if that's your assessment. But I just thought it was important to bring this up so you guys can have a look and uh, realise it because it's always good to have a balance because if you are in this position where you are kind of, tribal you feel part of the cardano tribe or feel part of the ethereum tribe and you're just reading articles on it every day being posted by the people that work with them you're only ever going to hear positive news Mm. so you need a voice like ours to tell you the other side of the story to kind of balance it out or maybe you haven't heard anything about it and this is the first you're hearing of it don't take our word for it. Go out go and do your research. exactly go do your research. Maybe we're wrong. You know, we are human and we are capable of being wrong. But this is just um, what we've what we've noticed. Yeah. I, again, like um, emotion is a is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like uh, loyalty is something you should hold to nothing in terms of uh, investments. Um, obviously, if they've been treating you well, I mean, like I I I even hold loyalty to some some courts have done it well. But like if they mess up. Then I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I, I take my chips out. And I don't care. Yeah. Like, again, um, the whole emotion side, being rational and psychology of things, is something something which is important. It's the difference between you making money and losing money in, in a lot of cases. Because again, like when uh, when the past few weeks, um, Bitcoin and a lot of the cryptocurrency market has been dropping. Um, People have sold at losses at, at times yeah. because they've got scared and panicked. And I, I've had people messaging me like saying, oh, I had to get out. I had to get out. Like, 
did you like <laughs> did you you sold it at the bottom <laughs> you bought you bought at the top and you sold it at the bottom like did you really like you know what like people really need to actually just be when they come into this market especially when it's so volatile they need just need to, need to step back and like is it are you, am i sure am i really going to do this because if they're going to throw their money on something reckless with dreams that they're going to be rich mm. then you're, you're going to get emotional yeah. um in in chat there's uh what's his name uh guy como you know what i'm oh, talking yeah. about yeah, yeah yeah he's been doing Gio. yeah he, he Gio, yeah he's been doing um videos on psychology oh, yeah. Yeah, has, like yeah. uh, we've we've talked about psychology as well and i'm someone who who love psychology mm-hmm. in terms of uh, as a topic but yeah like he, he's got videos on psychology which mm. pr- uh, again shout out to him exactly. like he's he's bringing out free content like exactly. so maybe maybe some people who are do get emotional about this shit should probably check it out check it yeah, out yeah. check out and um, control learn how to control yourselves in these market uh gi is a former pro trader so he'll add a lot of value he's got some good videos on his channel as well um, perhaps we'll leave a link to it in the description mm-hmm. so you can check it out. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's everything to this week, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, we've come to the end. We've had a great podcast. It's been really, really, really good. Um, and there's only one thing that I can think of that made it great, and I think it's obvious <laughs> to everyone around what it is. There's been a lack of Courtney. Oh, it feels great. There's much more room here. Yeah. I can like move my chair about and stuff. I can spread my legs. Yeah, I can spread my legs. Courtney taking up so much room with all these big bags and you know, you know, just all his stuff from like his dates. So I don't even <laughs> I don't wanna know what's in those bags. Just the smell of like a female perfume. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> lipstick all over him, just oh just get out of here, man. <laughs> uh but no, real um he is actually ill, so get well soon, Courtney. Yeah, man. Um up. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that's basically it this week uh, thanks for listening guys leave a like if you enjoyed it if you didn't leave a dislike and let us know why you didn't like it and let us know why you liked it as well so we'll just keep doing what you liked and uh, subscribe if you haven't already uh, yeah see you guys next time see you guys next week <laughs>